Yeah, you, you sort of do like the teabag agreement, right? <laughs> like you're like, are we good? Are we good? You like teabagging to each other. Are we good? Okay, we're good. Okay, let's go. Hello and welcome to episode 25 of the Unrenowned Podcast, where we talk about Siege, what we like about Siege. What we don't like about Siege. I'm Ryan. I'm Chris. My voice is bad. I'm sorry. Why? Uh, bronchitis. What? Do you want some? Come over here. I'll cough on you. No, I had that like 13 <laughs> years ago. Bronchitis is just like inflammation of the of lungs. The, of the bronchioles. Bronchioles? What are they called? Bronchia? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I think they're bronchioles. Um, it's something you get all the time. Do you actually have bronchitis? Yes. But you can take an antibiotic for that. No, you can't. Unless it's bacterial I bronchitis, which usually it's not. Anyway, this is a siege podcast, <laughs> not virology. Although our friend Camden, who does, uh, who did our, uh, what's it called, Pro League Minute a couple weeks ago, he is a virologist. The bronchial tubes. Hey, that was pretty good. There you go. Okay. Um, so sorry about my voice, but this week we are going to talk about the test server, which is basically Operation Burnt Horizon, which mm-hmm. is out and we've played it and, um, it's fun and it's good. We have thoughts on it. Um, also random, um, on, so if on the siege subreddit, uh, there's a user who every season posts a survey, um, just to get like the community's opinions on things. And so he like forgot to post the results for Grim Sky, but he posted that this week. So we're just going to talk a little bit about um, what the community said about Grim Sky. It's Lord Karen, by the way. Lord Karen, yeah, the mod. Oh, okay. Just say, I mean, as if, as if, as if I have the names of all the mods at the subreddit Some off people the top know, of my head. No, Lord Karen. Okay. Uh, and then we'll get into a couple of Reddit posts and listener questions. We're going to go back and try to catch up on some of the questions from the past couple of weeks. So. This will be a fun show. First, we have to follow up on something from last week. We were confused about the Dokubi, uh mm-hmm. adjustments coming up. And so we did some tests on the test server. Just what it's for. What do you know? <laughs> and uh, we learned some things. What did we learn? So we were... So that, that whole sentence that said, like, Dokubi being in range of Mute's Jammer won't be able to jam your phone. It's talking about when Dokubi herself is in range of the Mute Jammer, she can't jam other people's phones. Right, yeah. So so you will continue to not be rung by Dokubi if you're standing in a mute gem range. Correct. But also, if she's standing next to a mute gem range, she can't call. Just mm-hmm. like Jackal and I think Finca has the same thing. Yeah, Blitz. Right? Yeah, we've, if you're too close to the mute jammer, it'll actually stop you. So mute is actually getting significantly better with like with those little buffs and also like with Mozzie now being in the game. Mm-hmm. Mute's starting to become appealing, which is kind of nice. It's funny because I'm actually starting to play mute a little bit more mm-hmm. often it's nice too that he has the smg 11 now mm-hmm. that he didn't used to have yeah it's very nice i just also love how many points mute gets sometimes because it's just 15 points as every time they try to use their gadget so someone just spams their gadget key you just keep getting 15 points people do that. I've, never, like, <laughs> I've seen it sometimes just like 15 points 15 15 I'm like hey that's funny thanks. um yeah that that's kind of nice just feeding you points but no that's good like i really like the way that they've handled mute where they haven't really gone and like made any significant like here's how we're trying to fix me it's just like just slowly over time just uh, like making his gadget affect a few more things giving him this this secondary that's really good and it's just like like that's all you have to do like unless it's somebody who's really really broken like a tachanka or whatever like for the most part just like be really subtle about it and just wait to see what happens 
And like now Mute's starting to really get some playtime. He's picked like most rounds in the test server. Yeah, he um kind of similar thing happened to Thatcher where he started getting really, really strong and they're like, okay, we need to put an end to this and started making him just disable everything instead of destroy it. Yeah, now Thatcher's just getting weaker and weaker, which is yeah. annoying. Um, anyway, let's move on to test server. So Burnt Horizon's out on the test server. We've played it. Um, should we start with the map or the ops? Let's start with the map first. Okay, so the map is called Outback. Correct. Um, why don't you talk about it? Because I think you've played it more. Yeah, I, I actually like the first. So when the guy was talking about it on the reveal, he said that some players that had played it just a few rounds said that after just a few rounds or a few games, they actually started to get a feel of the map. And I actually found that to be true for me. Once I just played a game or two, I started to understand the map like already. And there were some points where I was like, oh, I know where I'm going already, cool. which was impressive because I haven't seen that with any of the newer maps like Villa and New Hereford doesn't count. But I can't think of any new maps that came out after Villa. Fortress. Thank you. Fortress. Um, and what's it for that theme, theme park? Anyway, the newer maps, I've always been just lost for a long time. And now I'm actually starting to like Outback. I understand it pretty quickly. Yeah. Now that's not saying like I know the map at all because I mean, I still like will get lost in some parts of it and I don't still don't understand like how the upstairs works with the connection, like motel to restaurant and everything. Right. I don't get that at all, but there's certain parts like the garage that I understand very well and where I am in garage and restaurant and the little, um, uh, gear store, stuff like that. So yeah, they've definitely done a good job of differentiating certain areas mm-hmm. very, very distinctively as opposed to like fortress, for example, Every hallway in Fortress looks the same. The yeah. staircases look the same. Like, I see these staircases, and I'm like, oh, wait, I thought I passed that staircase already. <laughs> like, yeah. And then, like, oh, no, there's just the same staircase in a different spot. Yeah. Um, and then, like, all the rooms, it's just like, oh, here's another bedroom slash office. Like, it's just, like, the objectives maybe are a little bit different. We're, like, distinctive enough, but, like, anything beyond that is just like, uh... Whereas here they've done a great job, like that garage. I mean, that garage is super distinct, and then Very. that like the room with the shark hanging, like you can't miss that. It's such right. a like huge detail that it just landmarks. And then like the the mechanical bowl upstairs, like mm-hmm. it's it's really really good. There's just there's a lot of stuff that's just like okay, I know where I am. Like I I feel like you never will go more than one room apart between rooms before seeing some big landmark that like grounds you, right. I love the garage too. I feel like that room is played pretty frequently. People yeah. are always going in the garage and I feel like it's balanced both ways. Like there's enough windows for attackers. There's enough cover for defenders. Right. And it's, it's a good fun place to fight. Yeah. The garage is great. Um, and just the way that like, it's like a lot of the other garages in this game are sort of like off to the side. Like for example, clubhouse's garage. It's like, if you're not specifically going into the garage, mm-hmm. there's really not much reason to be around there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas this one, I feel like it's it's placed very well for flanks and, you know, to, for rotations and stuff. Yeah. So it's like, and Clubhouse is a little bit more that way now that they've added um, the window that you can hop through. Right? right. But like, in general, like... Oh, yeah, that didn't used to be like that. Right, yeah. No, it used to be closed off. It used to be completely closed off. It was just a soft wall, a soft right? wall, yeah. So... They've done. I mean, they've done a good job of fixing that a little bit, but I just think this one's good. It's like there's several doors that connect to it down below, and then mm-hmm. it goes up to a major area up top. So like it's it's just more central-ish, even though it's sort of still sticking out as like the edge of the map. Right. I agree. But yeah, um, I yeah, I do feel like it's easier to find your way around. Um, 
I still like I've only played it a few times and most of those times I've been focusing on like the new operator a, stuff. A new operator or like trying out somebody who's had a recent patch or whatever. Um so I haven't done a great job of learning the map, but overall like I I think it's really fun. The few objectives that I've started to familiarize myself with I really like. Um there's the one I don't know what it's called, but it's it's one of the downstairs objective. It's like a bedroom and then some other type of room. The one that has like the fish tank just outside of it? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. like the bathroom in between. Yeah. The big fish tank, yeah, and it has a bathroom. See, I, in already, the I already know what you're talking about. Like you said that and I already knew like I like that objective. That one's fun. Yeah. What I like about it is so like there's a there's this bathroom, like a Jack and Jill bathroom that connects the bedroom and whatever the other let's just call it office. I have no idea what it is. I guess it's something it like that. It has an like office. a kitchen in it, I think. Okay. So but, yeah, whatever it is. For for just for the sake of talking about this, office. I'll just call it room B. So, okay, room B. <laughs> so the bedroom connects to room B through but this is, bathroom. Does it have bomb B in it or does it have bomb A? Because that could be confusing. <laughs> I have no idea. Me either. Anyway, it has this Jack and Jill bathroom that that connects the two rooms. Um and that bathroom has a window to the outside as well as a hatch that goes down into it. So it's actually like a really good entrance point for attackers because it's sort of like right in the middle of the objective. And I don't feel like we've ever seen this before. Like, I can't think of an example, at least, where, like, there's this, like, tiny connector room between the objectives um, that connects them, but but also... And, and it has an exterior entrance to it. But also, it doesn't, like, ha- it doesn't connect to anything else, right? So, like, if you think of... Uh, I don't know, like... Uh, let's, so, let's say, like, consulate the first floor objective on consulate where you've got like the main entrance and the piano room mm-hmm. and there's that hallway that connects the two. Right. Right. But, um, and, and it has the window coming in from the outside. So in that way it's similar where it's different is that the hallway is like a major thoroughfare for like defending that, right? Like people mm-hmm. are running back and forth. They're in the bathroom. There's like, it connects to other pieces, but this one is just like this tiny room that really the defenders have no reason to be in. Mm-hmm. Right. And so like, they're t- not typically like looking in there or crossing through there or whatever, especially because there's a closet in front of it. And mm-hmm. typically you'll open a rotation hole yep. through the closet because it's shorter. Um, so it makes it super interesting where the attackers sort of have this sneaky way into the objective. Um, and there's two ways. There's the window and there's the hatch. So like, like I've even gone in, I like, I'll usually like goo it or something because I've been playing a lot of lesion trying to figure him out with this new patch. Um and I'll glue, I'll glue the window and think I'm good. And then they'll drop through the hatch and my goo won't ever go off. And suddenly they're in the objective behind us. And it's like, it's so interesting to have that. Like, I don't feel like we've ever had anything like that before. Yeah. That is actually an interesting concept. Um, and I love that objective. I remember, Oh, was that was the one that I got the ash charge kill on. Yes. That was, <laughs> was. Oh, that was great. That was beautiful. Anyway, it was the last, let me just tell the story. It was the last kill. And it was like a dock or something. So I was like, I'll just take out my breaching round and shoot him with it. Like, it'll be funny. And so, like, I hear him coming through the bathroom. So I turn the corner and hit him with it. And he just goes down because he's docked. And so he goes to revive himself. So I shoot another one. And it kind of, like, goes through him because he's in that point of reviving himself where he's, like, invincible. Yeah. And so it goes through him. And then it hits the wall behind him. Like, oh, crap, I missed. And, like, a second later, it explodes and <laughs> kills him. Like, oh, yes. <laughs> it's a pretty good kill it's cam. It's a good kill cam. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, so far, I like the map. It's fun. Um, it is fun. I don't have any complaints of just like, oh, this is another maze. Great. Cool. Fun. Yeah. Nope. There's one part of it that we saw like the overhead view of where you can just see like the diagram of the rooms that looks kind of like what's going on there. Like, why is it just room, 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 room? Mm-hmm. But I haven't really run into it in the game yet. So yeah. Yeah. I don't it feels know where good. that was. But um, yeah. Overall, good map so far. Um, we'll have probably more thoughts on it next week and in the coming weeks as it actually comes out and stuff. Mm-hmm. So 
but I'm I'm much I mean, happier with if this. If we ever get to play it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm much happier with this so far as compared to other maps. It's just like it's the right size for one thing, which is huge. Yep. It's not gigantic. Well, it's not huge. Okay, let's talk about Mozzie. Yes, I like to talk about Mozzie first. Mozzie is the is the boy. I I yes. still get confused. I still say gridlock sometimes talking about the boy defender, but Mozzie, the boy defender, I love him. I think he's fun. I think people are like people are finding different ways to use him. Um I I like to just when I get the drones, I like to put one in each objective because it's really nice to have when it comes down to like, okay, crap, they had the bomb planted, but we have drones in both objectives. Mm-hmm. That's help, helped a few times. Um, but then it's also nice to have a third drone just to help a roamer out, mm-hmm. go check things for a roamer. It's, yeah. it's so fun. It's so fun. Yeah. Um, have you done much roaming with him or how do you typically, I haven't played him as much as you do have, I, I don't think. So I'm going to be asking you more, but. Like, do you go out roaming with him, or do you just try to capture a bunch of drones and sit in the objective, or, like, what do you do? I mean, yeah, so his gun is really good, actually. I love his, his pepperoni is what I call it. I think it's called the P10 dash roni or something. So yeah, something like that. But it's we call pepperoni. It pepper. That's what we call it, the pepperoni. I love that gun. His other gun's also really good and stable, but the pepperoni has such a fast fire rate, and it just feels so great shooting pepperonis at people. If they don't make a pepperoni skin for that gun, it'll be the biggest fail. Oh, they should. <laughs> they really should. Just make it be like a dollar. You'd get so many people to buy that. It was just a dollar. I would. Just to, just pepperoni pizza. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so I, I like to... I I like roaming with him because his gun is so good. But at the same time, if you die as Mozzie really early, like you've kind of screwed up. Like Unless you already have all the drones set up. It's yeah. really nice to be able to be alive as some of the last people and be able to use your drone to help your other teammate. Because mm-hmm. um, that can be super helpful. So trying to stay alive as, Moz, as Mozzie is like a huge like beneficial thing for you to do so i usually just try to stay in objective roaming with him is great and you i mean sometimes you need to move from objective to go get a killer to go help someone but staying alive is important as mozzie yeah cool um i think he could be like a really really good roamer like it, it, it'll be interesting to as we get more time to play him especially on maps that we know um just because i mean it's like being an attacker and being able to drone the next room right so mm-hmm. like that's super super cool um or just being able to like drone a couple of rooms ahead of you and set it up on a on a shelf and wait for somebody to come or if like if nobody's going that way now you don't it's not like valkyrie where you've set that up and now it's sort of useless yeah now you can just take it and move it somewhere else or whatever right so um yeah that's super cool uh i like the way that he's mixed up the prep phase because the prep phase like for attackers has basically been the same since the beginning Mm -hmm. like can you think of anything that's that's changed that at all no not really nothing and it's like it's super interesting now like you go in and you really have to be careful like because you round that corner and there's mozzie and you're really in trouble like <laughs> and it's not just losing a drone you know it's it's a lot worse than that yeah an ultimate achievement that should be added to the game is spotting mozzie and getting away yeah <laughs> yes not getting your drone hacked within 15 seconds after spotting him yeah that'd be pretty good um yeah, like I, I think it's it's uh it's just a new thing. Like it's it's interesting to like touch that point of the game that hasn't really been messed with at all. Um, anything else about Mozzie? No. Uh, they did say that it was going to be super hard to catch a drone to hit a drone head on, which I found like yes, it is kind of hard, but it's not as hard as they were trying to make it sound like no. it was. Also, when you're chasing a drone in front of you, you just shoot it a little bit in front of the drone. It can't get away. There's no way. That area of effect is actually pretty big. And just right. shooting a little bit in front of the drone, it's done. How, well, how long does it take to activate? 
it's like immediate. Like after it hits the floor, it takes like, it's like, it takes like maybe a second and a half. It's pretty quick. Mm. So you just shoot it like where the drone's running away. You just shoot it a little bit in front of the drone, and it just you just catch it into it. Yeah, yeah. And it's not like they're giant things that you can see. Well, like the drone sees it go down, but it's so small. It's like right. It's hard. Yeah, like the few times I've played them, I found it not really that hard to hit drones that are moving. Um, and I, I haven't tried what you've said, but that sounds like it's a pretty easy way to catch people. And also, like when I've been the attacker being chased by him, it's like I feel like if if he sees me in like an open space, I'm kind of screwed. And I don't mm-hmm. feel like I've ever really gotten away in that case. Yeah. Um. So I don't think it's as hard as they tried to sell it. No, not at all. And I like too that that warning indicator isn't like super early where you can see it and be like like mute jammers, right? We talked about right. this a little bit before. Right. You can totally tell there's a mute jammer. You can't tell with him really. You really round the corner and it's over. Yeah. That thing jumps on you like a moth to a flame, you know? What? <laughs> Why, wait, what? The little spider guy. He gets excited when he sees a little drone, just moth to a flame. I do love that little spider. Ah, it should like, make a noise. It really should. It's all, it kind of makes like a little hacking noise. Yeah, but it should make like some sort of like, yippee. No, it Get definitely him. should not do that. One thing that we're waiting to see is that Twitch drone versus Twitch drone. When yes. Mozzie takes a Twitch yes. drone and he fights another Twitch drone I to definitely the death. want to see a battle between Twitch drones. I said there was a post on um, one of the Rainbow Six subs. Um, that was just like the meme one or whatever it is. And it was like what we're waiting to see, like Twitch drone versus Mozzie's hacked Twitch drone. Mm-hmm. I am very excited to see it. I yeah. can't. It's oh, so funny. Also, what I want to see, we've, oh, we've almost gotten it, but I want to see the um intelligence like the intel feed for defenders where like the camera feed where you can cycle through different kinds of cameras Mm -hmm. i want to see that reach seven seven types of cameras so that would be regular cameras maestro cameras valkyrie cameras echo drones Mm -hmm. uh bulletproof bulletproof cameras a hacked drone and a hacked twitch drone so that's seven different types of cameras you can have and like so many intel things to cycle through so that's my goal i want to hit that one of these days we'll get there okay let's move on to gridlock oh gridlock gridlock i don't think is as good no we saw her in the reveal and we were both like oh that's good and it's not really that great yeah the problem is their her devices are just too easy to destroy Mm-hmm. Um, they cover a great amount of space, like it, it, and they do a lot of damage. And so, like, they're they're a problem if you're hitting them, right? But the problem is, it's so easy to destroy them. You just, you just spray in front of you as you're walking, and it's not a problem, right? Yeah, shooting a line through it is not hard, right? And I, I guess their idea is that she that the, you'll have to make noise to come through it, so she'll hear you coming. But the thing about that, and somebody was, uh, who was it? Was it Justin um, Frank? Let's actually read his comment about this because he actually made a really good point. Yeah, about... let's, let's pick out some points from there. But yeah, Justin Friendly was saying this. Uh, one of the guys in our Discord, um, he was saying that uh, the the noises you have to make to to destroy her things are not distinguishable from regular noises you're hearing in combat or whatever, right? So like, you hear an impact go off, but I mean, unless it was like right behind you. Like if you're a couple of rooms away, there's no way you're going to know that that was somebody coming through your, your gridlock mm-hmm. stuff, right? You also don't get any kinds of pings when right. somebody hits it or anything. Like you don't get you don't get the points or anything, like any kind of indication that somebody hit your thing. Um, and like the impact of like maybe... Is that like if someone's destroying it or just you don't get it even if they touch it? I think even if they touch it. Really? Maybe you do, but I don't think so. Um uh, and like, yeah, like, like impacts, maybe you'll be able to figure out like, oh yeah, somebody just impacted that. But like bullets, 
if somebody's shooting a gun, like you're not necessarily going to connect that with they're coming through my mm-hmm. gridlock trap. Especially in the heat of the moment when there's so much fire already going on, right. like you're yeah. shooting like at if someone. If, if you've done that behind you because you're getting ready to push and you don't want to get flanked, like, and chances are you're going to be shooting. So it just doesn't seem like it, it's that effective. Right. Um, and that's one point that Justin Friendly brought up exactly that. And one thing he said about it was with Nomad, that's the defender he was comparing her to, or attacker he was comparing her to. With her, she has a very distinct noise that you never hear in the game ever, which is the... Right. It's the... <laughs> yeah. Right, and you don't ever, and then she gets points for it. Mm-hmm. So when that happens, you already know, like, okay, like I heard that noise; that's very distinct. Right. So I know what's going on, and I just got points because I mean, people hardly see those to destroy them. Mm-hmm. Like they're not super visible. Right. Yeah, no, you're not going to see those, especially turning it like unless they're like on the floor, like you can see it before you hit it. But the radius is big, and if they're just on the wall behind a door, like you go through it and you're going to hit. Right, and the potential to set that up with a claymore and get a kill out of it, you know, like there's yeah, there's a lot of potential there that doesn't exist um, with gridlock. Um, yeah, like I feel like at least for that use, I don't think she's as good as they were trying to say she would be where you're trying to use it to cover your flank. Um, where she might be a little bit better is like defending a planted diffuser or something or, um, like where I actually saw it work well was I was playing clash and good luck threw her thing just at my feet. And that really sucked. Like, I think I took 30 or 40 damage just trying to get out of it because it just keeps like spreading. And then Mm -hmm. I'm like forced to push into her. Right. So like, like at least where I was, I couldn't back up. I was forced to go toward her. So like that was super effective, but even then it's like, okay, but it could have just been Capitao and you could have just killed me. Right. So, um, I think, I do think that Nomad is better at defending a diffuser just because if they want to get to it again, they can just impact it or shoot them. Like they cover a lot of ground, but then the air jab just immediately takes takes them off their feet and gives you an opportunity to kill them mm-hmm. whereas the other things like they can step on it and be okay like they can walk through some of them and it's not like they're killing themselves yeah yeah i feel like in order for it to be anything that's even close to useful is just too situational so i i mm-hmm. really just don't see her being a presence in this game not the yeah. way that she is her guns are good um but like just i think that visibility of what those tracks are is just i mean one thing unfriendly said as well is you're not just going to run into it on accident like right yeah yeah no one's going to accidentally that's going to be a purposeful like oh i see them i'm just going to go through them i mean maybe like what you could do and again this is super situational but like if there's balconies that people typically will jump over as part of a flank maybe you could just put a gridlock trap below that so they'll jump into your things or maybe it's like at the other side of a window or something Mm -hmm. um but still, it's just I just don't see it being that helpful. Yeah, something needs to happen to her because she's not going to get picked very often, I don't think. Something I forgot to ask you about Mozzie. Do you think he'll make it into the live build with three drone Oh, I hope hackers? so. I really hope so. I don't think he's overpowered. Nobody's complaining that he's overpowered right now. Nobody complained Nobody about Kaid. Nobody complained about Kaid either. <laughs> oh my gosh, it will be the most upsetting thing if they take that away. Like, yeah. it's good how it is. There's no need to change it. It's fine. Considering Valkyrie came into the game with four cameras... Yeah. yeah this, I mean, and those are four gimme cameras, right? She doesn't have mm-hmm. to do anything for those. Yeah, I think I think he's fine. Yeah. I think it's okay. But chances? Chances he'll possible. make it that way? It's possible. 50-50? 50-50 I think is good. I think it's 100% possible that they just take it out. Yeah. Oh, it'll be so frustrating. They need to just let things go. See what happens. 
Yeah. And it's especially if it's not something that's clearly over like Lion. People complained immediately like this is overpowered and needs to change. They didn't. Yeah, and it took forever. Whereas, like, yeah, and they took a year. Yeah. And then the fix that they did wasn't even like a hard I mean, I'm not saying it wasn't hard, but it wasn't like a huge change either. Like it was a giant rework, right? Yeah, it's like, things that people definitely could have come up with just off the top of their head, like, oh yeah, let's stop the outlines for one thing. Yeah, you know? and then let's just make the time in half. Yeah, like, that wasn't like a giant lion rework. Like right. some people were expecting his gadget to change completely, but right. <laughs> um, okay, but back to Gridlock. Um, her guns are really good, and I love the new scope that exists on her LMG. Mm-hmm. Is that for like all LMGs? Because Capitao no, has it just too. Just Capitao. So it's just Capitao and her. Right. Well, have we checked Fuse? Like, has anybody confirmed any of this? Um, I'm sure someone's looked. I don't think. I know it's not on Maestros. I don't know about fuses. Okay. But anyway, like, it's it's amazing. It's about the same magnification as an ACOG, maybe less. I don't know. Yeah, maybe more, if anything. It's not less, I don't think. Um, But it's it's just, it's like a metal sight. So mm-hmm. it's just, like, wide open. Yep. Uh, No no obstruction whatsoever. Nope. It's beautiful. It's really, really great. Very nice. I love that sight. Yeah, it's good. Um, And then she also, so the, she has that on her saw. And then she also has... A <laughs> what does she have? Rather gun? gun, yeah. Just an F, like a far far F ten. Uh, we said this before on a previous podcast, I'm sure. Uh, have you used that one much? Yeah, I have. I've been using it the last couple of games. It's good. It's not like amazing, but it's it's okay. Do you prefer I'm... the saw? No, I think I prefer the other one just because the reload time isn't as much, mm-hmm. um, and you run faster with it out. The saw is just is that big. true? Does the does the LMG slow you down? Yeah, are you sure? Mm-hmm. Interesting. I did not know that. Um, I I, I just like the assault rifle feel better. Yeah. Um, the, they also have I don't know about they, but I know Mozzie's holographic sight is different than most holographic sights. It just looks different. I like how it looks, but okay, it's not a huge difference. It's just different. I just I want them to just have different sights, really, for everybody. Yeah, like not like or, every person or, or has their own site, but just like revamp the sites. Yeah, change them because they're just so bulky. I hate it. They are, and I don't see like because the thing is nobody's going to not take a site for the, to get rid of the bulk, right? I mean, there's mm. probably like a few people, but for the most part, it's like the benefits of having a site far outweigh the benefits of like having that increased peripheral vision. Mm-hmm. So like no, it, like it's not like a true choice, right? right? Of like, oh well, you're giving up peripheral vision for this because like no, everybody's giving up the peripheral vision, so it's like just not really a choice. Um, so like with that being the case, it's like let's just not make that a thing. Let's just say yeah. that you choose the site that you like, and and that that's that, right? Like there's no reason to obscure vision. I don't think. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I think I mean, if anything, like the ACOG is the only one that should because it zooms you in. Like right. that one should, but but it naturally does because you've zoomed in, right? Right. And the other ones should have some sort of... Because, like, right now, I've read a picks an ACOG if you have an ACOG. Like, it's almost guaranteed people are picking ACOGs if there's right. an ACOG. Right. There's some people that don't, but most people do. And so, like, there's got to be some sort of give to other sites where it's like, okay, hey, the ACOG narrows your vision, but these other sites are super clear and you can see pretty much everything, yeah. even aiming down yeah. sites. I agree. Um, have you played Ash without the ACOG? No, I haven't. I haven't played her either. I, I don't... You know, it's funny is I used to just use her G36C a lot. I've been using the R4C since I've been back to Siege, but before that, I was using the G36C all the time. I mean, just I like I them love both. Like, yeah, they're both great yeah. guns. So I like I don't know how much of a change it's really going to make. I'll, it'll be interesting to see if people all of a sudden start using G36C instead. Yeah, I, I think they will. Yeah. I think they will. I think the ACOG is a big deal. Um, 
Yeah, so gridlock is just kind of whatever, at least right now. Mm-hmm. One other thing about her, though, um, that I was thinking about is like when they announced her, they were sort or I don't know if it's when they announced her, if they sort of said this afterward or whatever, but like they were saying, we kind of want to have her being that she's a three armor, we kind of want her to be like more of like holding an angle or like sort of locking down something. That's why she has the LMG, right? Mm-hmm. And like sort of like not really being a pusher, but being more of like a controlling angles type of thing. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like her gadget is problematic for that because she has to be close to throw it. I guess I haven't really tried to throw it far. Um, Maybe you can throw it pretty yeah, far. I, like I, I guess it's probably the same throw angle as everything else. Mm-hmm. So you probably can throw it pretty far. Uh, But I, I just feel like in order to place it effectively, you kind of have to be in the room that you're trying to put it in, right? So it's in the right spot. Right. So, uh, so like unless you're using it 100% to cover your flank so that you can hold an angle, then it's like, okay, so how does her gadget actually help with that? Yeah, I mean, you know it I mean? can't, like, if you're, if you're her, and you're just watching the flank, and you throw it down, like, in between a doorway, so it's, like, in the door, and you're watching down the hallway, you can be watching those, like, looking at them, and aiming down sights on them, and you'll see someone start shooting them, so you know, like, at least, okay, well, now someone's coming, because you're looking at them, and right. you're watching them right. be destroyed. Right. Um, that's the only thing I could think of that would help her with that, like, she has some telltale sign before they come, as long as she's looking at them. Right. It sounds ridiculous, but. <laughs> yeah, but, like, uh, yeah. I mean, it just seems like there's better ways to cover your flank than losing a whole person back there. For sure. And their gadget. Yeah. So, I don't know. Well, like, we'll see. I'm sure that better players than us will find ways to make her useful if she's good. And if she's not, then then we'll be vindicated and <laughs> we'll be right. Yeah. Uh, so, that's pretty much it for test servers. There, like, they've had a few patches come out. Is Was there anything interesting in just those? Just some things that they were, like, bug fixing. Um more info on the mic, the mic in game speak issue. So I said that I had originally messaged Ubisoft support and they sent me like the Windows diagnostics. And then I replied and said, yes, I've done all those things. Also, here's screenshots of all these players that have also had this issue. So I posted a screenshot of our Discord that had like seven people say they had the problem. In the Rainbow Six Siege Discord, I also asked and I also asked on Reddit. So I took screenshots of all these users. So there's like 15 users in total that I screenshotted and added to this thing. And said, these are other users that are also having the problem. And they replied saying, oh, we see this is an issue for you and many other players. Could you please send us a picture of your sound settings in game? It's like, yeah, there you go. Now you're starting to take it seriously. Like, this is a real thing. This is a problem. And they also want a picture. So if anybody can get this, they want a picture (laughs) of what the scoreboard looks like when your mic isn't working. So where all the microphones are gone. I just haven't had the bug since. so I can't do it. But if that happens to you, send the picture over so I can send it to them because they want it. Yeah, I want to find this fixed. I want to find what actually causes it. Like, is it alt tabbing out? Yeah, or is I, it... I think it has to do with alt tabbing out. <clears throat> people I are think saying it has something to do with that. People are saying that like it only happens if they're using Discord at the same time. Yeah, I've heard that as well. Um, someone else, and maybe this is why that I haven't had the problem. There might be a fix to this. Someone posted on the Reddit post that I said, and they said you need to go to your PC settings and uncheck allow applications to take full control of the microphone. Mm-hmm. And he said that that fixed the problem for him. So I've done that, and since then I haven't had a problem. So, oh. it, but I I've only played two games since then. Okay. So, couldn't be, could not be. But if that fixes my problem, then that could be the fix. I mean, it didn't do that before, so I did something that changed it. But yeah, it could be Discord. Honestly, it could be Discord. But someone said they had the problem in PS4, so maybe not. Yeah. Well, they've taken notice now, so yep. Hopefully, that means something. Anyway. Um, Okay, so let's move on to what are we moving on to? Grim Sky. We've got some Grim Sky survey results. 
which I haven't looked at at all and you have. So why don't you guide us through this? Okay. So Grimsky, it's actually really interesting. Some of the results on here where at first I was looking at them. I was like, this cannot be like good results or something just off the first question. And the other questions all made sense for things I expected. But the first one, the most favored attacker in Rainbow Six Siege, give you a little drum roll to think about it. You'd think Ash or you'd think like Thermite or something. Zofia. Mm-hmm. Zofia takes the number one spot at 11.5%. The Sunlight likes Zofia, apparently. And right after her is Buck at 8.4%. Yeah, not even Ash. Ash yeah. comes in at fourth, behind also Hibana and Jackal. Jackal. Actually, Hibana's more than Buck. She's 8.6. Oh, really? 8.6%. You're right. Weird. I don't like how this... I don't like these pie chart percentages. That they're, you can't read anything. Yeah, it's not a good format for what it's trying to convey. No, the ones below it are very nice and easy to read. Um, the strongest attacker favored by most people is Maverick, which I also didn't really expect super like a lot. Now that I've seen it, I understand. Like, yeah, I could see how he is seen as the strongest attacker. Right behind him comes Lion. Well, this is also in Operation Grim Sky, right? So this happens Correct. at the end of Grim Sky. Is that when? Yes, that's when we took the survey. Yeah. So when like the TTS released for Kaid and Nomad. Yeah. At that time, everybody was complaining about Maverick being OP, if you remember. That's kind of true. Yeah. Um, right after that, Lion and then Ash. After Lion at 18.5% is Ash, 19.2% as Lion. Um, I want to get to the ones that are really interesting. Yeah. If you go down to weakest attacker, it's uh, IQ, Fuse, and Cappy Tower, the top three. Mm-hmm. Capital is good because uh, that's interesting just because he has had this, I don't know if it's really a buff or whatever, but like a rework, mm-hmm. which seems to make him at least more consistent. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it makes his ability more uh, applicable, like more generally applicable instead of very specifically um, situational driven. Yeah. So uh, that, like, that's interesting. I, I hope that this does a lot for Capital. I haven't really played him much on the test server. Have you done much with him? Not really. We tested how much damage you take if you run through it. And as Pulse, if you're running through it as a three speed, you take 36 damage. Yeah. So um, yeah, so that that's so, sort of worrisome to me. Because it's yeah. like, okay, so you're saying that they can just ignore it, basically. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone would really run through it, to be honest. Like, I don't think you'd do that. I think you'd wait. But I mean, unless the defeat is planted, you're going to go. But, through I mean, it. like the good players who who know, like what who know what they're giving up in exchange mm-hmm. for getting out there and getting the kill or whatever. Right, they'll do it. Like the people yeah. who know. I wonder numbers. what it is now. If you run through it real fast, does it kill you? Or well, does so it... so let's assume that it's the same three ticks, mm-hmm. right? And went down from nineteen it, to twelve. It's not though, because it's much smaller. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Did they change the tick rate? No, it ticks the same. I don't know about amount, the tick rate, I but think. I know they changed. They definitely changed the <clears throat> they, size. They did change like, the significantly. Size. Um, but let's just assume that it takes you about the same amount of like that. You'll at least receive the same amount of ticks to get through from the start to the back. Because like, I, I don't think know. It would. Well, I I don't. I think that if the tick rate's the same, right? But what I'm saying is like, so let's say the difference is from eight meters to ten meters, uh-huh. and let's say that you run three meters a uh, second. I think it's different though. I think it's like I think it's like three meters to ten meters. It's a huge change. No, it's not that big. No? No. That's what it looks like to me. It looks like it's like almost twice the size, if not more. But any, like anyway, so let's let's say you take two ticks, then yeah. it's about the same. That's 38 damage. Yeah. So it'd be about the same. I mean, I want to see, though, how much you take going through it. We can go test that on yeah, the we can test before that. they deploy it. Yeah. Right. Um. Anyway, he's considered one of the weaker ones right now, so it'll be interesting to see where he goes after this change and after his scope has been added to his 
Gun. Yeah. Views and IQ, nothing's changed with them, and I think they'll remain as one of the weakest. Yeah. Anything else uh, you're seeing on this survey? So the maps are also kind of interesting as well. But the weakest defender, people think Tachanka and Castle are still... 56% say Tachanka is the weakest defender. Yep. Poor guy. It's so sad. Castle is just blown by 40% almost. So what did you see on the maps was interesting. So what I like about the maps is people's favorite maps to play on is not at all the most balanced map. So 31.1% of people said that they loved playing on house. It was one of the favorite maps to play on. But then when it came to least balanced house was up like one of the top ones at 51%. Mm-hmm. So it's just interesting to see how like people enjoy playing maps that maybe aren't super balanced like as long as they aren't in the ranked play. Well, if you go look at the least favorite master play on, House also has 31% of the vote. Oh, interesting. So it sounds like House is just polarizing. Um, That's true. I mean, like, yeah. You kind of love it or hate it, I guess. Yeah. And and like, it's not like House is the top of the most favorite master play on. The most favorite maps are Oregon, Clubhouse, Chalet, Border, mm-hmm. Coastline. So these are these are good ranked rotation maps bank yeah i wonder i i'm wondering if the people that don't like playing on house are the people that like didn't start with the game like that's when house was loved by everybody when the game started and so i wonder if those those of us that start with it just love house just because it's house and those that have come in later been like no this map sucks like this isn't siege you know because it's so different than anything else sure um but what also is interesting is what maps we think should be in the ranked rotation. People are pretty much agreeing that just the Pro League maps should be in the ranked rotation. Those are the ones that are the highest. The Pro League maps and then Chalet and Cafe are also pretty much up there with everything yeah. else. But the maps that we all hate are uh, they're down there. Well, Chalet and Cafe actually, are, they are they do have a significant um, downturn from the others. So like the others yep. are all 75%-ish or above. Yeah. And then Chalet and Cafe come in at 58 and 65%. Yeah. But that being said, I don't think that's necessarily like a, it's not a truly neutral question because it, it's sort of like leading because people are going to like start with their default as being the ranked or not the ranked, but the pro league map set. And like by default, yeah. that's what they're going to say is like, oh, these are the best ones just because the pro league plays it. These must be the right. best ones, you know? So like, it's sort of a loaded question. Which is somewhat true in all honesty. Like they are very careful with and and most in all competitive games of which I know of what maps they play are the ones that are the best are the right. best maps. Right. Um, but like, like I, that said, like that doesn't necessarily mean that that should be the no, same rotation. No, ranked. I agree. And I'm, I'm okay with again, ranked having some other extra maps in there that aren't in the poorly playlist, but I think 14 is too much still. That will never change. Yeah. And I'll still continually make the argument that theme park and cafe, if they're being reworked, they shouldn't be in ranked play. Makes I mean, sense. It's a fair argument, right? If they're admitting that these maps are not good as they are, mm-hmm. they need to be reworked. Then why? Like, and if we have a, a smaller selection of maps that are part of the ranked playlist, then why are they not removed from that smaller selection? Right. It, it's it's weird. But um, anyway, so that's the census results from the subreddit about Grim Sky. I think the current. Uh, What's the current season right now? Burnt Horizon? Burnt Horizon. No. Or the that's actual the one. one right now? Yeah. <laughs> what season are uh, we in? 
Uh, Holy heck. Who just came out? Nomad and Kaid. Uh, Desert, no, Wind Bastion. Wind Bastion, thank you. Wow. Yeah, Wind Bastion. Sorry. The Wind Bastion survey is currently live, so if you want to check that out, go to the subreddit, and it should be pretty easy to find if you search for, like, census, or it's probably pinned. Um, it is. Okay, let's uh, get on to a couple more Reddit posts, and then we'll get into some listener questions. Um, so one super interesting Reddit post, this was posted by Med1CZZ. Um, it's a high resolution, resolution image of the, uh, the like pin board behind the new six character in the hammer and the scalpel. Is that what it's called? Hammer and the scalpel. Yeah. Um, CGI, uh, short, right? So, so in that short, there's a, there's a section where it shows the new guy who is the new six and behind him, there's this board with a map and the threads and like sort of the crazy person typical thing and like all these like documents and stuff. And so they got a high resolution image of that and went and zoomed in on some things. And there's some actually really interesting teases in there. So here's some of the things that people have picked out. One is under a list of secondary gadgets, there's something called a proximity alarm, mm-hmm. which looks and sounds like basically the thing that we said should be an, an operator where. Uh, they place this alarm in a room and then when somebody walks into the room, you get some kind of alert, right? Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. I think that's a really cool idea as a secondary gadget. Yep. I really, really love that. Yep, same. Um, And then Tower Shield. Was that just like a text that was on something? I didn't yes, see where that, that was. From. It was just like somewhere like on the thing, like as some idea, someone had made this idea to have this shield where you basically can like go over it on one side, but on the other side, you can't get through. Okay. Like block a hallway or something. It was a while ago that it was posted on the subreddit, but they just took it and put it on the board. I don't think that one was really a teaser. I think it was just there. Sort of like, Like, I don't think it's going to come in the game at all, but almost like a a shout out to the subreddit. Yeah. Tower shield. And then something about a Danish operator called Dane, or I don't know if he's called Dane or if it's just like, that's sort of what the board referred to him as or whatever, you know, like, I don't think that'll be his name. Yeah. He had um, some sort of ability that was like stealth or something that he was going to be stealthy or. Yeah. So it says ability to blend and adapt into the environment. Yeah. So um, we have and no idea says, what that means, but and then it says discuss with vigil cat and mouse one-on-one hunt with Dane. Also confab with Mira, something, something of prototype pair. So that sounds interesting. Yeah. We have no idea what that is. Um, another thing, nobody knows what this is, but there's like some of the operators have a red box around them. Um, oh, they're like all listed. And some of them just have a red box around them. So Castle's one of them. Doc is one of them. Uh, Cappy Tau was one. Um, Dokabi, I think was one. There's just random ones that just have a red box. We don't know what that means. Some of these are, have been reworked this season and maybe there's reworks or buffs coming to the other ones or changes or something. That could be what they're hinting at. No idea. But there's red boxes around these operators for some reason. So, yeah. I'm reading a comment here that says, Thatcher, Dokabi, Ash, Castle, Doc, and Cav. And maybe Blackbeard? Cav, that was one of them. And Blackbeard. So, I wonder, actually, I would... My guess for that, and I, like, I've just seen this, so I don't know. Um, I wonder if it's another uh, event type yeah. of thing where it's a limited pool of operators. The operators like, outbreak. There. Yeah. Um, where like certain operators were in it. I wonder if that's what that's going to be. Could be. How many are there? 
how many operators in and there that he just listed that seven. Boxed. Seven. Mm-hmm. That'll be interesting. Doc makes sense. Okay, so let's go ahead and move on to some listener questions. So we're gonna dig back a few weeks because we didn't get to answer any last week because of the crazy amount of announcements that came out as well as the week before for the same reason and for the ICK interview, which if you miss, you should go back and listen to that was really, really fun. Um, but anyway, so these questions came in through our discord channel, um, which you can join. You'll see that link in the show notes. If you'd like to join also, you can find it on our Twitter account, which is at r six unrenowned. That's probably the easiest way to find the link if you can't find the show notes. So, mm-hmm. um, at r six unrenowned on Twitter, you can also ask questions on Twitter. We will answer those. Um, most weeks, sometimes I forget to look at it, but most weeks we'll go through our Twitter and, and answer any questions there. Um, so let's start with this question from Yuri in the discord. He said, do you guys like apex legends? Yes. Answer. We that yes. For the first time like two weeks ago. Yeah. So we've been playing it for the past couple of weeks. We haven't played a bunch, but no, I think it's fun. It's yeah, it's way fun. I th- mm-hmm. it's the best battle Royale I've played in a long time. Um, but we got into PUBG when it first came out. At least I did. You you weren't around, but we got into PUBG when it first came I out. I was dead. You were dead, and then you came back. Uh, but PUBG was a lot of fun until, basically, until like the charm wore off, and I stopped playing it. And then, like once I tried to come back to it after that, it just felt so broken that I couldn't get into it anymore. Yeah, basically to the point where people were unwilling to continue waiting for fixes to silly things. Yeah. Um, and then Ring of Elysium was another one that was a mm-hmm. BR that was on our radar. That was fun. It was really fun, but it, it almost was like a little bit too formulaic in a way. Like they've made a lot of changes to it that we haven't gone back and played since they've. Yeah, I played it. It seems like it. the game's just kind of dying, though. To be honest, it's yeah. just slowly dwindling. I don't know why, because it's a good game. It really is. It is good. It just hasn't gotten the attention that it probably deserves. Yeah, honestly. Um, but now, like the games are starting with like twenty-five people in them instead of sixty, which is oh, what it did. Yeah, so that's it's just not. Good. Yeah, that's not good. But I mean, that game was a lot of fun. I, the, the one problem I think I had with it was that we sort of found a way just to like work our way into either victory or like top three every time mm-hmm. um, pretty easily. Oh, but they were so fun, though. But the it was helicopter fun. right at the end. That is the best. Yeah, the way Battle it Royale ends. ending ever. Yeah. So like, we'll just get into it real quick. If if you haven't seen this or heard us talk about it before, the way that it ends is not like kill everybody till you're the last man standing and then you just win. It's like, OK, so it gets to the end and the storm's closing in. And this helicopter comes to evacuate people, but it only has four seats. So in a squads game, that's enough for one squad if your whole squad's alive. Um, or in like a singles game, that means there's enough room for four people to get in. So you really have to fight down to the last four people. And then you have to try to get into the helicopter without people shooting you. So like sometimes people will sort of just be like, oh, we're down to four. Let's all just go in and go. But you can't talk to people. So you sort of just have to like, yeah. like hope. Yeah, you, you sort of do like the teabag agreement, right? <laughs> like you're like, are we good? Are we good? You like teabagging to each other. Are we good? Okay, we're good. Okay, let's go. Um, so so there's that, or like you can try to just rush the helicopter. Like if it's a game where there's like 16 people left and the helicopters come, it's just like let's just smoke it and try to make it on. Yeah. Like sometimes that works. Sometimes you just like you climb up the ladder and it's like the most like gut wrenching thing is you're trying to <laughs> you're climb this. Your, your butt butt's so clenched, and you're just like because it takes a, it probably takes like. 10 seconds, 15 seconds, least. 10 yeah. seconds to get up to that ladder of the top of the ladder. So it's like it's a rope ladder and you're climbing up and you're stuck in the animation. Once you start, right. I don't think you can cancel. No, yeah, you can't. So like you you're get just on going up. and you're just, you just, you're automatically climbing and hoping you make it. So it's just a really fun way to end. Like that's different from all the way everybody else does it. Yeah. I remember one of the times that we played, we, I think we all four got on it while there were still people fighting a lot. Uh-huh. We just all ran to it. And we made it up and we're like, ah! yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, we like all got on at the same exact time too, so we were like inside of each other climbing yeah. up. We're like all like one model, like so funny. Up. And somehow we didn't get shot. And it, it's funny because there's like still like ten people alive, and we won. As there's still like six other people right. fighting each other, it was like we won. Like yeah. they lost. Yeah, they're all busy fighting. It's a, like way to play an objective in this game. Oh, it was so, oh, so good. It's so good. Yeah, so it, it, I, that's what's cool about it, right? Is it, it, there's an objective, and that's what's cool about. It. Like I love objectives. Um, but anyway. Back to the question, Apex Legends. Yes, um, this is the first battle royale in a little while that that I've really enjoyed. So I think it's really cool how they've sort of mixed the hero shooter with Apex Legends. I think it works really well. The movement feels so good. Yes, yeah, sliding it does. and the climbing and like everything, it just feels so good yep. and natural. And like you never Polished. feel like you got screwed because of a bad spawn or like obviously you don't spawn, but like because of a bad circle when you dropped on the other side of the map, you know, or whatever. So it 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 solves a lot of the like silly problems of battle royales that nobody else has thought about solutions to yet. Yeah. And you can bring back your teammates yes. after they've died. The, my, my two favorite things that are like tiny things about that game is the way that the drop is handled. When you're dropping out of the plane, you, there's a, a drop master, what do they call it? A drop ship. No, a drop master. I think, isn't that what it's called? Oh no, that's um flight master or something master. It's not drop master though. Drop lead. Drop. Anyway, this quote unquote drop master. Uh-huh. Um, uh, so y- your squad's a three and that person just controls the way the whole team goes. And you're sort of just like locked onto that, to your, your drop master. Um, and you can split off if you want to, but it's just a great way to like keep the team together at the beginning and not have like somebody forget to drop or like somebody get confused and drop early. And then you're trying to adjust to them. You know, it's just like everybody drops together. Jump master, jump master. And you you go with your jump master and everybody goes to the same spot. Like it solves that super, super silly problem. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is, I think it was something you just said. Uh, you can bring back teammates. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can die that somebody can come pick up your banner from your box and revive you at a revive station. So like, you're not stuck like, Oh, I died in the first five minutes. So do, or like, let's say the drop, right? I died right after the drop. Mm-hmm. So either the team just like goes and purposely tries to get killed because you're not going to sit there and wait for half an hour or everybody just quits or or you sit there and wait for half an hour right right like right it's it's like uh this would happen this happens in a lot of battle royals like you're running with your team but they're just in front of you and you're gonna die and they just keep running anyway because they like they can't turn around right what can they do like there was this reddit post it's it's pretty funny this like car drives over like this fire thing and it just the whole this whole area just blows up in flame and so like this car is just like backing out is this from apex what is this from real life Oh, okay. This is real, real. Sorry, okay. I went to real life. Like this car on a highway, like somehow went over this petroleum or something. It lit it on fire. It just lights like the whole highway on fire. So this car is just backing up, and this other guy, like right on the fire, he starts backing up, but his car stuck. So he gets out of his car and just starts running. And the other car like, doesn't even think. He just keeps going. He just keeps backing up away from him. And, like all the comments are like, this guy like doesn't even think to like stop and let this other person in his car to get him out of there. Uh-huh. And someone just mentioned like it's like PUBG when you're running away, where your yeah. team just keeps running from you even though you're dying. Yeah, it's like sorry, man. Anyway, it was really funny though. This car just keeps going. He doesn't even care. It gives no crap. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. But yeah, uh, long answer to a short question. Yeah, we do like Apex Legends. It's a great, great yes. game. Next one. Moving on to Hell Jumper. Hey guys, new listener. What are your thoughts on a spider drone that allows for verticality on droning, but it's larger than normal drones? Keep it up, guys. I like it. Uh, we said many times that we would like to have somebody else, another attacker who has a, some special sort of drone. I think that's a cool idea. Something that could like climb up walls mm-hmm. and uh, 
sort of plant itself wherever. Like that'd be super, yeah. super cool. It'd be fun. Maybe make it a little slower, but then it's sort of like a spider and it can just climb around. Yeah. It would be great for like these, like these garage rooms that we have in objectives, just climb it up the wall of the garage and sit it on the, on the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, I can just go on the ceiling. That'd be fun. Yeah. It'd be way cool. I like it. Okay. Lord Bray, he sent us a link to a Reddit post that I think he made. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so he had this idea for like an event where attackers and offenders would switch sides um, and just have it as like a limited time thing. Uh, what do we think about that? Yeah. So I mentioned this actually last week and oh, it was, you? yeah, I, we talked about a little bit how defenders would be playing on attack and like some of them just wouldn't work at all as attackers. Right. right. Um, I got the idea from him is why I originally got it. And I, did we think it would be fun? Like it'd be funny. It would be fun. Like it, I don't, I think it should be a short event if it's going to happen right. like a weekend yep. because it it wouldn't like have any lasting. No, no, no. You wouldn't have people playing it every weekend for like Road SI at all. But right. People would certainly play it for like a it, one be, April Fool's Day thing or a yeah. weekend thing. Like, that'd be fun. It'd be a fun, stupid thing. It'd be cool if you did it like on one specific map where like it, maybe it kind of works better for most people or like something. Yeah. Um, Patriot asked, hello, long time listener, first time caller. My question is what game besides siege, obviously would you do a podcast on? I think the only game that I know well enough other than siege would be halo. Yeah. What, and what would a halo podcast even look like? I don't even know because it's not like it gets updates like siege regularly. It'd have to be on, right. It, it'd have to be like a, I really don't know. It'd have to be like some sort of like produced, like journalism type podcast we're yeah. going back and like or like reviewing like individual halo missions or something yeah. like i don't even know how you would make that last for longer than like Honestly. two weeks see just has it's such an alive game that it's easy to do a podcast on right whereas like other than that we just have to do a video game podcast in general just on video games yeah and that'd be cool too um uh, i mean rocket league is like the next one i think of but it's like what do you even say about rocket league no, rocket yeah. league doesn't change so yeah so they made a new map same as the other ones. Yeah. Same <laughs> Underground. As the yeah. It's, it's got different music. Uh, new soundtrack out this, oh, this season. And worst thing ever. They and, yeah. just have never changed the soundtrack. Just like every other soundtrack after the second one, it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, yeah. I don't know anything. I think, yeah, I think any other than that, it would have to be something more of a general thing. Um, Agreed. So Siege is a good fit. Dark Romantic 17 says he really liked the interview with Icy Cat and hopes we can have more guests, especially with the friends we play with. The question he had is a Valentine's Day themed. What game do you play with your significant other or a game you wished they would play with you? Well, let's go with you first. You already, you have a wife. Yes, I have a wife. So um, she actually does play Melee with me sometimes. Like we got into Melee pretty good with my sister and her husband. And so like we played it probably for like six months. We played that like fairly regularly. So like we'll still play that occasionally, like not very often. Cause like her and me playing together alone, it's like, it's pretty, I mean, I'm not trying to brag that I can like dominate my wife on melee, but I can. <laughs> um, so it's like, it's not super fun, uh, really for either of us, but, but we have a good time doing that occasionally. Um, that's really the only one like, she plays like phone games and stuff, but there's nothing else that she's really gotten into. Like so there, there's been some times we've got her into like some, um co-op games that are like arcadey type co-op mm-hmm. games so like explosion man explosion man yeah not that one so much she did play it but she didn't really get into it but like insanely twisted shadow planet if you guys haven't heard of this game or seen it before you should look it up insanely twisted shadow planet it's really really good um there's another game oh uh what's that game called 
love lovers in a dangerous space time another like indie 2d co-op game which is really fun so games like that she'll play um i mean i wish she would just play siege like that would be the best thing ever if i could just be like hey let's just get you a gaming pc and let's do siege together and that'd be fantastic <laughs> but that's not gonna happen no the, the my problem with like i would be fine playing like a mario kart games like that with like my wife or whatever like that would be great because it's like a game where it's like you can have fun together but at the same time you're not counting on them to do a really good job yeah and so you can't like get mad at them but like i I don't think i could do like playing rocket league with them like unless it was casual or like certain yeah. things i'd be like come on like don't miss that i don't want to get mad at them right but like just being someone that plays games a lot it's like every game i'm not saying every game i go into i'm good but i'm gonna be significantly better than this person that doesn't ever play video games right right, right. Like, i'm gonna be generally i mean better than most so it's it would be hard to play games like Siege where I'd be yeah. like, oh my gosh, this is so frustrating. Yeah, actually, my wife did used to play um, Connect games with me on Xbox, like uh, Connect Adventures and Connect Sports oh, and yeah. stuff. That was pretty fun. Connect was cool. Yeah, Connect was cool. Was I I do need to get like a Switch or something though, because that it just has so many more games that are like suited to yep family and just uh, fun, yeah, casual, casual. Right, a hundred percent. Problem is, I haven't liked most iterations of the classic nintendo franchises since like 64 gamecube era yeah we was we was cool when it first came out because it was the new nothing like that we had come out yet mm-hmm. and so that was fun when it first came out um there's a lot of fun games you could play we played we played smash the other night the new smash yeah smash ultimate and no i did not <laughs> i'll tell you why so we we had six people playing which is a lot of people right. and this, playing is, this is our smash. first time playing smash ultimate right. and it was six people so that's not necessarily the best not at all but Scenario. All of all of us had the same exact like um, opinion that the effects on the screen are just too much. There's mm-hmm. too much. Every hit you have, there's a smoke and all these hits are doing all these things. Or, yeah, all these explosions and stuff, and it's just too much on the screen to understand what's. They keep getting lost. Mm-hmm. It's just there's too much going on on the screen. It's just annoying. Yeah, the other thing I really didn't like about it is like none of the hits I got felt significant. Like. Like or or when I got hit too, like I felt like I would get hit and I get hit super far away and then I'd recover super easily, yeah. and then it would happen again. And it's like there was never any like comboing or anything. And part yeah. of that's probably because we're just not very good at it. But right. but also it's just like I just feel like I get hit strong and I never die until I get hit all the way off the edge. Yeah, like there's no such thing as getting hit far enough that you can't recover without just getting hit off the edge of the screen. Mm-hmm. And it's just like this is kind of and I'm like I'm like up at 180 percent and still like getting that. It's like. I should be dead. Like, yeah. kill me. Please kill me. Like, this is stupid. Yeah. Anyway, so, wasn't super impressed. Melee players complaining about newer Smash. What else is new? Comrade Nikolai says, what is your overall favorite song? Both of you. Um, I'd say one of my favorite songs right now is probably Hipster by Dirty Heads. It's a okay. really, you know, probably nobody. Hey, Ray G is going to be one that knows that I'll probably like that. I said that. That just has like a good vibe to it. It's just like a nice like gets you up by about enough yeah it's a good song i don't know like i don't, I don't i'm not again i've said this before i'm not that much into music to like have favorites for this kind of stuff like i don't know i don't know pick some like Katy perry song <laughs> steel switch how did you guys like the five minute clip featuring doka and thatcher would you prefer a similar animated series for siege or a live action series i'm i'm shying away from a possible siege movie because there are just so many characters and backstories to fit in a single movie, although it would be great. So yeah, I I super liked that that short. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was way cool. I I do think so. I I would I think I would want it to be live action. I know this is hard because we 
have like what the character should look like and it's going to be hard to get actors that look exactly like that already right but i think a live action would be cool because for halo what was it called the first first strike first they did that force four yeah, episode um what is that called halo uh dawn breaking dawn i'll look it up <laughs> you keep talking forward unto dawn Forward unto Dawn. There you Forward go. Forward unto Dawn. It was actually really, really good, and it, it was, was live really action. Good. You only got to see Master Chief like twice, so that kind of sucked. Yeah, but no, that, that was the great part about it. Really? Yeah, that it wasn't focused on Master Chief. Necessarily. I guess that's true. I yeah. guess okay, that's a good point. But you, it was exciting to see Master Chief like the first time oh, you saw it was yeah. like a reflection of a warthog or something. Yeah, it's like oh, Master Chief, or you saw his boots or something. Anyway, my point to this is like a game like Halo has so many stories they could go off of and try to include everything. And I think the same thing with Siege. They have all these characters. If they were to try to make a movie, they shouldn't try to like tie a bunch of different things into it. Just focus on one story and then make something out of that. And it could be it could be really cool and exciting and fun. Yeah. Uh, my preference actually would be don't make a Siege movie. It would <laughs> probably suck. I don't, I don't think, yeah. I, don't, I, I, would, I, would, I would prefer just a campaign. Give us a Siege campaign oh, yeah, that has cool. some cool cutscenes. Because, like, the fact that you can make a cool five-minute short doesn't translate into you can make a cool hour, 45-minute long movie, especially for video games. Like, when's the last time you saw a good video game movie? And yeah. does Siege need to be attached to that? And also, the last Ubisoft game that got a movie was Assassin's Creed, and that was really bad. Yeah, the the problem, I feel like, is just who you have directing said movie. Like, they try to get their own people to do some of the stuff, and it's like, nope. Nope, nope, nope. Bring it down to Hollywood. Have the good people do what they do best. Yeah. They know how to make movies. That's true, but also I just think that games don't translate to movies very well. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, Siege doesn't have a story yet, right? Like, I mean, Tom Clancy has a story, but Rainbow Six Siege doesn't. And so you can create a story from that. You'd have to have someone good doing it, but it's possible, but I don't think it would happen. Yeah, I I wouldn't have any faith in it. I would go see it. If it were to be a thing, I would definitely go see it. Yeah, I probably would do. Um, Rush 17, last question, I believe. What sports do you guys follow, if any? Have you watched ice hockey before? Ryan, what sports do you follow? I follow football, um, but not that much right now because my team, the 49ers, is very, very bad at the moment. So, so Ryan's one of those people that just follows his team only when they're good, apparently? No, that's not true. Well, sort of true, but <laughs> it's just like... Okay, I don't want to like. I'm only interested in watching 49ers games for the most part because like watching sports, I feel like is not very interesting if you're not like invested in one team winning over the other. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my team being the 49ers, it's like I don't want to sit here and just watch them lose 14 out of 16 games. You know, like yeah. I, I don't, I don't have time to sit there and watch a losing team. Right, that's what it comes down right. to. It's just like my time is limited, and if like sit down for three hours and watch a football game that my team's probably going to lose. And that doesn't matter because they already lost and they're not in the playoffs or spend those three hours like playing siege or like <laughs> playing with my kids, you know, like yeah. it's, it's just, that's, that's that. Um, I'll usually watch basketball during the playoffs. I think that's fun. Other than that, I don't really follow sports very much. Yeah. I follow football. Definitely a hundred percent. football. Obviously is what we're talking about. Yes. Yeah. We were talking about NFL national football league. Um, I also follow the MLB a little bit. I like the A's and then basketball. I, I watch not super frequently, but every once in a while I watch basketball in the playoffs. I'll watch. Yeah. Um, I'll watch the MLB, like the um, world series and the playoffs for the, all the series for the MLB playoffs and stuff. 
I think those are fun. So a lot of people don't like watching baseball, but I love it. I think it's so interesting. Yeah, baseball's sort of a love it or hate it type of thing. But anyway, it's boring. <laughs> the correct answer is it's boring. It's, it's fun. I like it. Okay, anything else before we close this out? No, I think that's a, it's a short one, but it's good because our last one's a longer. Yeah, try to keep this one on the shorter side. Um, okay, so if you like the podcast and you would like to see or hear more from us, you can always follow us on Twitter at R600 Renown. We tweet about Siege and uh, respond to other people talking about Siege and give out our thoughts there throughout the week. Also, you can follow us on Twitch and YouTube. I am VG Fiasco. And I am just low with three O's. Also, if you're a fan of the podcast, we'd really super appreciate it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes. That just helps us to be exposed a little bit more. Um, so if you like it, hop on over to iTunes and leave us a review and let us know what you think. Leave us a five-star review is what Brian meant to say. Yeah, we only accept five stars, actually. So if you give us anything lower than that, we're just going to reject the review and it won't appear. That's not true. We can actually do that. Yeah. Because we're pro-censorship commies. We're, yeah. We already have established we are pro-censorship and we are super communists. So, so good. Thanks for listening, guys. Catch you next time. Just goodbye. Goodbye.